The ancients called it the very core of being. Common folk throughout history called it the center of emotions. And yet, in contemporary science, we know the heart only as a blood pump. When the French mathematician, philosopher and godfather of modern science, René Descartes pronounced cogito ergo sum, I think therefore I am, he said that the most evolved aspect of the human being who is right on top at the pinnacle of creation is thought. And here is where the brain being the processor of thoughts, became the most important organ of the body. This was just a philosophy and not proper scientific study that allowed the brain to pull off a coup of sorts. And ever since, science has not been able to shake off a dogma of accepting as truth only what we can corroborate through our mental reasoning and experience through our five senses. Till science itself went through a revolution with the arrival of quantum physics, which introduced the whole idea of uncertainty. We cannot for sure know everything. We can only talk in terms of probabilities and not certainties. Quantum physics has also introduced the idea that there can be more dimensions to reality. Reality can be way beyond what our senses can grasp. While this vision is still in its nascent stages, the ancients had already known of this. Allow us to introduce you to how the ancients saw reality. The Bhagavad Gita, a revered book of the ancients, says, Bahir antascha bhutanam acharam charamevacha sukshmatvat tad abhigyayam durastham chantike chatat it exists outside and inside all living beings, in all that are moving and not moving. It is subtle and hence it is incomprehensible. It is very far, but it is also very near. The most important part of the human body is not the brain. It is not even the physical heart or any physical organ. It is consciousness or what we earlier called the mind or chitta. And the mind is not located in the brain. The ancients said that if one were to give a location to the mind or chitta, a place where it is at rest, it is in the heart. And this can best be thought of as an extremely subtle energy, a field from which all phenomena emerge. This subtle field the ancients called prana, 
the manifest form of the cosmic intelligence out of which all creation has emerged. Max Planck, the father of quantum physics, has said, All matter originates and exists only by the virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. So here we can see that the mind was held to be the source of all matter. We know a few things today that the ancients seem to have also known about the heart. We mostly see the body today through the medical eye as if it were like an automobile or a machine. There is an engine, a body, some moving parts, like our body has been put together by a mechanic who has joined different parts together. But the picture is completely different. The whole body has evolved from a single cell. Every organ owes its origin to a single cell. And they are all connected through one membrane which divides one cell from the next new one that emerges from it. On the first day of conception, the first cell with a nucleus called the zygote is formed. And this rapidly divides itself into two, then four, and so on. And around the 18th day, the heart begins to form before even the brain or the lungs or any other vital organ. The heart begins to form. At this stage, it is extremely primitive like that of a fish. Very primitive. And by the 28th day, it resembles the heart of a reptile. Now the idea of looking at the heart as only a pump is akin to comparing a human being with a reptile because that is what the heart of a reptile is, merely a pump. But the heart of the human being seems to be made for a far more complex creature and so it continues to evolve and not only is it a heart that can efficiently pump blood, the heart is capable of communicating. The heart even has its own brain cells or neurons, just like in the brain. And far from being a crude physical pump, it is not just about the physical. It seems to exist in other subtler dimensions, what in yoga parlance is called kosha or sheaths. The heart has the dimension of the mental, emotional, energetic, psychic, and bliss or happiness. And so if we are capable of great art, music, poetry, enlightenment, love, devotion, beauty, aesthetics, creativity, inventiveness, it is not only because human beings have the most evolved brain, we also have the most evolved heart. By around the seventh week of conception, 
the heart has developed all its features and its rapid growth phase gives way to a steady growth in size that will end only in early adulthood and only at this point does the brain begin to grow so only after the full development of the heart which can be compared to the owner of the enterprise does the brain develop according to the requirement of the heart the brain can be compared to the ceo of the enterprise of which the heart is the owner to conclude the heart is not just a physical organ it is also the location of the mind the center of emotions and is the seat of prana or the cosmic intelligence and the way we see makes a huge difference to the health of the heart and it is because of a primitive mindset that the heart has not so far been considered as multidimensional and has been treated purely as a physical pump and the good news is that just like we saw in what the scientist max planck has indicated that the physical body is just a manifestation of the mind and therefore we can affect our brain and the entire physical body by being more heart aware we can literally heal the heart and in doing so change our very cardiac profile like farid aldin atar has said if the eye of the heart is open in each atom there will be a hundred secrets let's explore some of them in the coming series on the heart lots of love bharat thakur